Happy New Year from the global headquarters of Triple Win Workplace. All the staff are back from their extended time off. They're all looking a little bleary and happy and contented, but raring to go and get back to work. And the first thing they asked me to tell all of our hundreds of listeners is Happy New Year. It's interesting when we think about Happy New Year. We're all in conversations right now where people are saying, did you have a good year last year? Or here's wishing you a good 2020. That sort of language can suggest that good or bad years kind of happen to us. And of course, to some degree, they actually do. A family tragedy, for example, is the kind of challenging event that's largely outside of our control, and we can't help but be affected by some of those things. But we serve ourselves best when we think about how well we built our previous year. When we're thinking about, did we have a good year? We'll do the best for ourselves that we can ask, what was I trying to do this year? What was I trying to advance? Or what was I trying to learn? Or what was I trying to experience? And how well did I do it? And what did I learn from that? And then looking forward, how about how we build a good 2020? What do we want to get done? What can we do to influence that? Versus keeping our fingers crossed and wishing for one. What are some mindsets that make that more likely? Well, a problem-solving mindset versus a victim mindset. We all, unless we have really gotten good at finding exactly our niche and we're sort of sheltered from all the difficulties in the world, and if you've done that, then congratulations. <laughs> I doubt it will last, but, but if it works, then great. But we're all going to bump into things. That's part of being in a dynamic business or organizational environment. And we have two choices whenever we bump into something that creates some difficulty, whether it's a peer relationship, a customer relationship, or just the next challenge that may feel like it's over our head. We can feel sorry for ourselves. We can get resentful. We can duck it. Or we can bring a problem-solving mindset. It doesn't mean that we're omniscient. It doesn't mean that the problems are always easy to solve, but we're thinking, yeah, these are problems to be solved. They're not reasons why I should feel like a victim. This is just life. This is the sort of thing that we should be expecting to encounter. And part of our value add is bringing a problem-solving mindset. That's part of why we get paid. A second mindset that helps a ton is a growth mindset versus a finished product mindset. If we think and we've covered this in some previous podcasts, but if we think, okay, I'm done, I shouldn't have to learn anymore, we're going to be at war with reality. We're going to really resent these bumps in the road and these difficulties that I was just talking about because they're going to challenge our view of ourselves as a finished product. Whereas if we, on the other hand, can think, no, I'm a work in process, I've got a lot to learn, when we encounter the unexpected, when we encounter a difficulty, we say this is the next thing to learn. It's as if when we were in school and we just went to class expecting to be challenged, if we can come to work or come to our jobs with that mindset that we expect to be challenged, then we're going to have a much healthier time with that. And then the final mindset is a focus on things that we can influence versus things we cannot. And if we spend a lot of time worrying about things we can't influence, it's an easy trap to fall into but it's completely counterproductive. So we're going to make the best possible 2020 if we're focused on things that we can influence, if we spend our time and put our effort into things that we can influence versus wasting time 
ruminating about things that we can't. So my New Year's wish for you is not good luck for 2020 or I hope that 2020 is beautiful as if that's just something that's going to happen to you, but instead that you find ways to deploy these particular mindsets and build a beautiful year. In Pat Riley's book, Showtime, I've talked about that in a previous podcast, the book written by the coach of the Los Angeles Lakers, Pat Riley, through the 1980s, the book that he wrote right after winning the 1987 championship. He talks about the type of team that he most feared playing against. It was the kind of team that was in a phase of its development that he called innocent climb. When they hadn't recently won a championship, when you had typically some younger players, but even if some of the players were older players, they had recently joined the team and were thinking about themselves and their role in the team in a fresh way. And it was before anyone had developed a sense of his own statistics, his own reputation. It was all about the team and they were building and had a lot to prove. There was nothing for them to defend. So there was no finished product mindset. Everyone was in a problem-solving mindset, a growth mindset. And that was the sort of team that tended to upset the Lakers most regularly, even during their championship periods. And Riley's challenge, of course, was how do you restore that sense of innocent climb or the nearest thing to it when you have been successful? That's the hardest thing in the world. And that's probably the hardest thing for the rest of us, right? We we make big investments, and as we make big investments, as, as we start to get some success, as we start to get some achievements, it's very easy to fall out of that growth mindset. We start to say, look what I've done. It's very hard to keep that fresh look at life. We recently bought a puppy, <laughs> and the beautiful thing about puppies is that for them, everything is new. Everything is interesting. And the, in contrast, an old dog tends to be mildly depressing to be around because most old dogs are bored. <laughs> so how do you keep that sort of puppy-like fascination with the world or with new parts of the world, that sense of discovery? In a less silly way, I was on a trip. I take an annual trip with my father to different places in the United States. And this last year, we were in Ann Arbor together and we had dinner with some friends who told us while we were in Ann Arbor, we should visit the Law Quadrangle at the University of Michigan campus. And so we did. And for some reason, there was something about that particular setting, both the Quadrangle, but also the Law Library, that reawakened in me the feeling I had my freshman year in college, that sense of wonder, that sense of newness, that sense of novelty, that sense of beginning. And I try now, ever since I was there, probably six months ago, I try to reconjure that mindset when I have no sense of previous accomplishment to defend. I have not made any mistakes that I'm embarrassed about or that are inhibiting me right now. I'm just looking at things freshly, and I even can look at people as if for the first time. So think of it this way. When we think about a growth mindset, we can have that for ourselves, but we can also have it for other people. 
Are we listening to people fully or are we listening to them with some sense of them being a finished product and we're not really hearing them when they say something because we may not be alert to some deeper things they have going on or to the fact that they've even changed. So this may sound a little strange, but if you're having trouble working with a colleague that you've had some experience with, if you can sort of pretend that you're meeting that person for the first time and listening with no preconceived notions about them or their habits or where they're coming from, it's interesting to see how much more you sometimes get out of what they're trying to say. And back to this mindset that I mentioned earlier, this sense of rediscovery, that sense of my freshman year in college, I almost think of that as a portal experience. If I can go back and go back through that portal and sort of start over pretty often and bring that fresh look to whatever I'm doing, as if I were doing it for the first time, it brings so many other healthy attitudes. And so I don't know if you've had that experience. I don't know if you've been in a place in your life where you thought, Everything was new. You hadn't learned why things were impossible. You hadn't given up on anything, and everything was fresh. But if you can remember what that period in your life was and find some sort of a touchstone that reconjures that for you, at least for me, that's one of the best things I can do for myself. So I hope that works for you. And going backwards, I hope you can find that portal. I hope you can think like a puppy. I hope you can stay with your team in innocent climb as long as possible. I hope you focus on things you can influence versus things you cannot. I hope you can find ways to bring a growth mindset versus a finished product mindset to your life and work and a problem-solving mindset versus a victim mindset. You know I'm a big fan of Joel Wade, but those are three of the main mindset differences that he correlates with human happiness. And we'd also know just from effectiveness at work, those mindsets certainly affect human effectiveness here. So with that in mind, Happy New Year. 